Il Padre, il Figlio, il Spiritus Malum, Omnis Celestis Delenda Est, Antichristus, il Figlio de Satanas, Infestisumam. Welcome back to the Gospel of Ghost. Hello, girls and girls, and welcome to Book 2, Chapter 2, Season 2 of The Gospel of Ghost, the podcast that aims to bring the lore and narrative storytelling of ghosts to the forefront of their music. My name is Niall, and this season we are covering Ghost's second album, Infestissimum. Well, I hope everyone's been keeping well, all of our listeners and new listeners. I apologize for the lengthier-than-planned break in between seasons. As we all know, the world was in sort of a pickle when I was on air the very first time and has now started opening up again. So my free time is now being sent trying to catch up on all the social activities that I couldn't do for the entirety of the three-month period. Obviously, still being safe, and I hope everyone else is still being safe too. Wear your masks, guys. That's what the ghouls have taught us to do. If you're joining us for the very first time on the Gospel of Ghost, welcome. I would highly recommend that you go and catch up on the previous eight episodes, however, because although this album is technically standalone, the narrative structure that we refer to in this podcast does cover the entirety of Opus, Eponymous, Infestissimum, and eventually Meloria. So, if you haven't caught up on the first eight episodes, I highly recommend you do so, or you might not know what's going on. And speaking of this podcast and the break, etc., a few of you may remember I posted a video on my social media pages, which you can follow, by the way, at Gospel of Ghost on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, there's a Tumblr as well, but I don't really keep up with it, about potentially going bi-weekly with the show. And I think I've made the decision to do so, and that's for two reasons. It's one, to give myself more personal time to edit. I do work a full-time job on top of this, and also to give you guys the best possible experience I can. I don't want to rush any episodes. I want you guys to enjoy every second of the show. So what that means is, going forward in Season 2, and possibly even Season 3, Gospel of Ghosts will be coming out every two weeks instead of every week. Again, I apologize, but I want to give you guys the best possible experience I can. Just before we start the series, I want to give my insight, opinion, etc. into the actual album of Infestissimum, not the storyline, because the storyline obviously is going to evolve with my guests, etc. I think that Infestissimum is probably the black sheep of the Ghost albums. It's not to say that I don't enjoy it. It has a lot of classic songs on there. It has a lot of great songs on there, but... I think that it was made between a time where Ghost wasn't exactly sure what they wanted to do. Opus was sort of like the heavy opener to it, and eventually, obviously, they've transcended into Meloria and Prequel, sort of a lighter pop, well, I say poppier. It is poppier, it is poppier. A lighter, poppier sound. And I think Infestissimum suffered because they were trying to keep that edge they had on the first album, but also make it more commercially available, if you know what I mean. Not necessarily a bad thing, I just think it was either go all the way with it or don't which they eventually did with Meloria, because as much as I love Meloria, it's my favorite album of the entire Ghost set. It's not exactly what they started out as, and I can completely understand why people don't like the changes that Ghost has made to their sound. That being said, however, Infestissimum does have a lot of good songs on it, and a lot of them, I think, are really underrated in the Ghost community. I know, obviously, we have songs such as Monstrous Clock and Year Zero on this album, you know, two massively important songs to Ghost's growth in the music culture but there's also a load of other songs that i think it really 
missed out i would say like personally the depth of satan's eyes is like a fantastic track like i love it so much idolatry also the more i think about it the more i really really like the album but it just didn't quite hit home as hard as a whole unit like whether this is because i got into ghost after infestation had come out and meloria i i got into ghost in 2016 when meloria was being turd so it, maybe it's just purely through that eyes that going back into the sort of yes i can understand and recognize opus eponymous being they're opening dark satanic i suppose you could call it a clutch a clutch album to try and clutch the viewers in or listeners in but infestismum yeah just never quite got there great album great songs on it just didn't know what it wanted to be at the time i think that being said however i'm still going to do infestismum and enjoy every second of it because it's ghost it's narrative it's way more narrative than opus eponymous in my humble opinion and i love providing entertainment for you guys because uh, i've received a lot of kind words while i was off over the break and stuff i've received a lot of people thanking me for the podcast etc and everything every time i get that it means so much to me and like you know sometimes i get you know i get tired occasionally and you know the, the the motivation goes away but every time that i get a little message like that it really really brightens up my day so yeah thank you very much for all the support that you guys have provided me over the past couple of months that i've been sort of taking a break and obviously when i was still working on it as well enough about me though let's talk about the opening song of this album infestissimum that's what the song is called it's also what the album is called so, the song Infestissimum is as much as a scene setter, I think, as Deus Culpa was previously. I did my introductory episode alongside Deus Culpa, so sort of similar situation. However, it's so much more bombastic than what Deus Culpa ever was. Deus Culpa was very mellow. It was very down, uh, not downtrodden. It was very um, low-key because the clergy at this point in the narrative storytelling, in the narrative of the story, were non-existent they basically just didn't exist there was like a couple of them now however with the end of in with the end of opus happening and infestissimum i think there's about a time gap of about nine months and you'll see why that's important as we go on in the story there's been a time gap of about nine months and the clergy has grown dramatically over that time not enough to rival the powers of god in the church but dramatically enough that they can make an impact and provide themselves with a choir of such that's what i'm getting from the stronger sound of this album and this opening track i read the lyrics at the start of the podcast i'll just recover it il padre il filio e lo spiritus malum omni celestis delenda est i don't speak latin by the way so that was really fun to try and do this translated means the father the son and the evil spirit everything heavenly must be destroyed now obviously this is a sort of modification and mockery of the lord's prayer you know typically the father the son and the holy spirit this happened quite a lot on opus eponymous as well it seems to be a massive ghost thing that they take sort of familiar and sacred religious texts and just turn them on their heads obviously they're referring to instead of the holy trinity the unholy trinity such as lucifer we said the beast last time or the prophet which is the evil spirit and the son which is obviously the antichrist and the main focus of this album as well as for the following two lines this is sort of just the modus operandi of the clergy their plan is about to come to fruition and after waiting like nine long months their war on god in heaven is finally about to take place and the lines are as follows antichristus il filio de satanas infestissimum which is the antichrist the son of satan the most hostile one infestissimum is not actually a word it is a sort of an amalgamation of a couple of words but this is about the closest translation i can come up with the most hostile one it sort of outlines the theme of the album whereas the the previous was the formation and conception of the antichrist this album will focus almost entirely around the birth and rise to power of the nefarious 
rebellious son. Calling him the most hostile one, it's sort of like naming him a general, naming him a warmonger, naming him as the thing that's going to start the battle between heaven and hell. A leading soldier against the go- against the army of gods. And that's it, really, for Infestissimum, the song. All I can say is, I'm really looking forward to how you guys take on what I think is going to happen in the next couple of songs going forward, because I think Infestissimum, not to spoil too much, has a very distinct middle point and a very distinct change in tone in terms of narrative. And I think we'll see that play out further on down the line. So yes, guys, thank you very much for your patience in this series. Thank you very much for waiting and coming back and listening. I appreciate every single person that shared and followed the podcast, reviewed the podcast on iTunes and Podchaser and various other sites. And speaking of other sites, I'll remind you again that we can be found at Gospel of Ghost on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. You should try and follow us because you'll get updates from the show, clips, previews, and, you know, selfies, if you're into that. And with that said, thank you very much for joining me on the very first episode of the Gospel of Ghost Season 2. We will see you again next time with Pera Spera ad Inferi. Heal Satan.